What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? This is Jeff Fennell, Sports 360. In the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, numerous sporting and cultural events have been postponed or canceled. Yet there is one major sport that has been in the news, not because they're losing games, but because they're gaining them. A few days ago, the NFL and NFLPA reached agreement on a new collective bargaining agreement after the players voted to approve the proposal previously adopted by the NFL owners. By now, you know some of the numbers. It's a 10-year deal running through the year 2030. The NFL has the right to increase the number of regular season games from 16 to 17 as early as 2021. The number of playoff teams will increase from 12 to 14 in the 2020 season. Player share of revenue also increases from 47% to 48% and to at least 48.5% in any season with 17 regular season games. Minimum salaries are also increased, roster sizes and practice squads are expanded, player benefits are enhanced, and there's also an increase in the salary cap. There's more to the deal, of course, but no matter how impressive these numbers may be to some, none of these numbers move me as much as the following numbers. Six. To five. That was the vote of the NFLPA Executive Committee when they voted not to send the owner's proposal to the union's player representatives for a vote. 17 to 14 to 1. That was the vote of the player representatives on the proposed deal. A vote that was preceded by loud public objections to the proposal by star players such as J.J. Watt, Aaron Rodgers, Richard Sherman, Russell Wilson, and others. 51.5%. That is the percentage of the general player membership who voted to approve the deal. For those for whom math is not a favorite subject, this means that 48.5% of the players voted against this deal. In raw numbers, 1,019 players voted in favor of the deal, while 959 players voted against it. That's a total of 1,978 players who voted And the deal passed by a mere 60 votes. One. That number belongs to Russell Okung, a longtime NFLPA player representative who filed an unfair labor practice charge with the NLRB against the NFLPA. In that charge, Okung alleged that the union negotiated in bad faith. Now, 
I began my legal career at the NLRB in the mid-90s as a field attorney. And I know that any union member can file a charge against his or her union at any time. The filing of a charge, standing alone, doesn't prove anything. But in the current environment, where player dissatisfaction with the deal and the process is plainly evident, the filing of this unfair labor practice charge by Russell O'Kung should not be overlooked. In addition to the numbers I just cited, it is no secret that the NFLPA's relationship with its agents is not the best. The bitter waters there run deep. You can be sure that behind every high-profile player and not-so-high-profile player who has come out against this deal, there are high-profile agents with no love lost for the PA who are standing shoulder-to-shoulder with their disgruntled clients. So, while others may rejoice at the deal being reached, my eyes look toward the horizon and I can't help but see storm clouds gathering. At a time when we all need some good news, I'm not trying to dampen anyone's parade. There's no escaping, however, that there is a measure of unrest among NFL players and perhaps their agents over the recently concluded deal with the NFL. I'm sure the NFL PA Executive Director DeMora Smith and his staff are working on all fronts to increase understanding and unity in the camp. Just how effective those efforts will be is certainly a story worth watching. So in the midst of the rejoicing of many over a deal being reached between the NFL and its players, count me among the few who are curbing their enthusiasm. That's it for me. A brother's got to bounce. See you next time. Sports 360.